Hey everyone, welcome back to the Wellbeing Nutritionist podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different. I'm going to share a little bit more about me because I believe that it's always good to know a little bit more about who who you're getting your information from, where it's coming from and and why as well, why I have chosen now to take this this path of being a mind, body and eating coach. So yeah, I'm going to share and open up a little bit more. It's not kind of something that I do all the time and I'm kind of stepping into my vulnerability here and getting more used to kind of sharing more about myself. But it's important, isn't it? It's important for us to have that mutual kind of understanding of each other as well. So yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm also going to share my take on the body positivity movement. It's all over the internet. It's all over social media, as well as something that you might not have heard of, which is called a body neutrality. So I'm going to kind of share how I feel about both of those being both a weight management nutritionist and also a body mind eating coach. Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Nutritionist podcast, brought to you by me, Sarah Weaver, registered nutritionist with a passion for all things to do with how psychology and mindset affect all things related to eating and wellness. My health and wellness journey started from a really young age. My mum was always into fitness and I was always into fitness too, as well as nutrition. And I probably had an unhealthy relationship with fitness really from a young age. So as I've got older, that's been something that I have had to manage, I suppose. And now I'm at a place where I am able to to manage that and it's something that I'll talk about in the future in one of my episodes. I did a degree in nutrition, a four-year degree in Edinburgh. Uh, that was a honours degree and during that time I also qualified with a massage diploma and Indian head massage and also some plant-based medicine certificates I got as well at the same time and this was during my dissertation year so I do like to have my hand in a lot of pies as they say I like to be doing a lot of things at at once I like to have more than one project going at the same time and that's just how I work really I like to just be doing something all of the time once I'd qualified once I'd got my degree I stayed in Edinburgh for a while so Edinburgh if you're not sure well I think probably most people know where Edinburgh is but it's the capital of Scotland it's in on the northeast coast of Scotland it's absolutely beautiful it's really really lovely saying I absolutely love going back there as well now Um, I don't think I appreciated it as much at the time when I was living there but yeah it is it's beautiful if you haven't been there I recommend to go anyway um yeah And I stayed there and I worked for the council for Edinburgh for a few months before I decided to return back home, which is in Cumbria, which is in the north west of England. And that's where the Lake District is as well, if you're familiar with the Lake District. Again, another really beautiful place if you, uh, you know, ever get a chance to visit. So, yeah, I'm really grateful for being able to be in both of those absolutely amazing, beautiful places as well. So, yeah, it's it's been um, or it is, you know, a pleasure to have 
have lived in Edinburgh, but also to be living now in Cumbria as well. So, yeah. Um, so following on from that, I got a job in the local hospital. And at the time I worked there for a while, um, doing some administration work. And my manager quickly got, got word that I was a nutritionist and we decided to develop a weight management program together. So alongside the physiotherapist, I created a program, a weight management program. And this was the only one of its kind, um, I suppose an only one of its kind anywhere, to be honest, in the country, but particularly in Cumbria. Cumbria never was providing any sort of help for anyone that was maybe struggling with problems around their weight. So yeah, it was amazing. And we continued doing that for, we've been doing that now over 10 years. And it's been so successful and we've had so much positive feedback. We've developed things over time um, and it's been amazing. And I absolutely love working in the NHS as well. How I got to kind of where I am now, I suppose, is throughout my kind of working working life, I've always been interested in kind of the psychological side around our weight, our health. I've always been really, really interested in health and well-being. And I've had various jobs along the way, uh, alongside my role within the weight management program. So yeah, as I say, I like to have my finger in many, many pies. So yeah, I never just like be doing one thing at a time. I like a few things. Sarah, don't say hundreds because yeah, that's too much. A lot of things at the same time. So I've always worked like multiple jobs and I've always done multiple things. I've always had ideas, you know, coming from everywhere, I suppose. So yeah, I've always, you know, wanted to do more within the health and well-being sort of sector. And I got a job working in occupational health and I did that for three years. That was an amazing thing as well. So that was in occupational health and well-being for all of the staff in Cumbria, NHS staff. So we were looking after the health and well-being of thousands of staff, 8,000 plus. So it was, yeah, it was an amazing job and I absolutely loved doing that as well. So I also did my... Reiki healing course so done my Reiki healing levels one two and masters and master practitioner so yeah I'm into kind of all of the well-being holistic side the psychological side of eating and going back to that I suppose I decided that I wanted to kind of go in the psychological side so what I was seeing a lot of was people that maybe have tried multiple diets and multiple things of your your dieted they've um, been on a diet as such managed to lose some weight something maybe be happened or they stopped stopped following that diet and they put the weight back on and probably they were heavier after the diet than before um, and that may have happened to you as well it's a typical thing that happens and you know I try to let people know that actually this is normal and this is the effect of a diet so a restrictive diet that's that's what happens to most people so yeah I was seeing a lot of people like that I was seeing a lot of people who had issues with emotional eating that had deeper issues that were connected to their relationship with food so when we kind of unraveled things and we kind of pulled back those layers we got to see that or you know I got to see I suppose I should say that there was a lot more to it than just nutrition. There's a lot more to it than just nutrition and exercise. So, you know, people say to you, simple, eat less, move more. And yes, 
if it was as simple as that, then it would be amazing. And for some people, it is as simple as that. But for other people who particularly maybe have this unhealthy relationship with food, they have something else going on, they have maybe um, emotional eating, they maybe have trauma or, you know, some sort of other psychological thing, issues going on, then it's a lot more than just eat less, move more. So I wanted to really kind of expand on my knowledge so that I was able to assist all of my patients so yeah I did um, my diploma in eating psychology and I did CBT first aid and they've been absolutely fab that's life-changing both of those courses have been life-changing for me and how I'm able to help people but even through doing all of, all of these things, I've been on my own journey of self-healing. I've been on my own journey, journey of personal discovery. And every single day I am learning something new about myself. And that is absolutely amazing. I absolutely love it. I've been doing more journaling and kind of putting things into practice because I believe that if I don't know myself, then how can I help someone else to know themselves? That's what I I believe to be true anyway. I guess through my own personal journey of self-discovery, I've realized that being healthy isn't just as simple as that, right? So I've discovered that actually being healthy, being happy, being healed is so much more than just kind of moving your body and eating less, isn't it? Or as I say, eat less, move more. When we really learn to accept ourselves on a really core level, then we start to treat our bodies differently. And this is what I've discovered through experience with myself and also with the people that I work with as well. When we start to accept ourselves for what we truly, truly are, which is a human being that's living on this planet, then we learn to treat our bodies differently. And the way we think about health and the way that we think about our own well-being and the way that we think about our own mindset and our own spirit it changes. So I've seen it all really. I've seen thousands of people throughout my journey of the weight management side of things. And I wanted to kind of expand on that as well, because some people might be feeling a little confused as to why a weight management nutritionist has all of a sudden started to promote this kind of non-diet approach. And I wouldn't say it's a non-diet approach, but my approach is it's not about restriction. It's not about following a diet. My approach is thinking about you and you are the most important thing here. So my approach is not following something that someone else has set out basically. And the reason why I believe that following a specific diet that is set out by someone else doesn't work is because that isn't thinking about you. And you are the most important thing at the core of all of this. So if I was to give you a diet plan to follow, exercise plan to follow and said that you had to do it and it was something that you really, really hated eating, the exercise was something that was interfering with your life and it was just not fitting in with your time, I can almost guarantee that you wouldn't keep that up. 
You might keep it up for a few months, you might keep it up for longer, but for the rest of your life, if you're not enjoying that, then what is life? If you're not enjoying life, what is the point? So as humans, you know, our kind of way is to take the path of least resistance, I suppose. So what we do is if something becomes hard, if something becomes difficult, if something becomes less enjoyable, then we just don't do it and we take the easier path. So a typical example of that, we start and feel a certain emotion or we start and feel a certain way. Instead of allowing ourselves to feel that emotion, to follow that emotion through and release it, we kind of stick that band-aid over it or we just try to stuff it down and don't want to think about it. So feeling sad, for example, instead of crying, we kind of compose ourselves, pull ourselves together and we might eat instead or we might drink or we might do something else just to kind of block away that sadness. We might do kind of intense exercise or something like that just to, to block away that that kind of sadness. That was my Alexa making a little noise. I must have a delivery coming. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's thinking about you. And for me, I wanted to kind of explain that to you because you might be feeling confused, as I say. So I do believe in some of the body positivity movement, but I don't believe in all of the body positivity movement. And I'm going to explain why. I believe more so in a body neutrality. This is a different outlook on the body body positivity. So body neutrality is slightly different. So body positivity movement is it has been criticized by um, a lot of people because it's been normalizing people who've been overweight, I suppose, or it's been normalizing obesity while at the same time ignoring kind of health concerns. So I'm kind of down the middle with this. Like I do think that we should be more positive towards our bodies, but also there is that aspect of health to me. And if you're ignoring the health side and it also fails to kind of acknowledge the harm that's being caused when we feel shame or stigma about our weight. Because it's kind of this whole, well, you should be being positive about it. You've got to be positive about your body. And we can't always be positive about our body. You know, we're not always going to feel positive. But what we can feel is that level of acceptance and that level of appreciation for what what we have for our what our bodies can do what our bodies give us our bodies allow us to do these things our bodies allow us to walk our bodies allow us to hug our loved ones and appreciate it for that so when we start to look at it on that level and we start to look at our health as well we start to realize that what we are doing to our bodies from the outside is you know affecting us on the inside but also if we are overeating, for example, and we are carrying more body weight, that's going to impact things like our joints, our ability to move around. So yeah, I'm kind of in the middle along with this body positivity and this body neutrality. I do believe more in the body neutrality and acknowledging that a person will not always feel positive in their own body. Um, rather than that constant pressure all the time to feel positive. So I'm kind of down the middle with this, and I think some other people are as well, and some other people will agree with me. 
And we don't always want to be placing our value upon how our body looks or how we look. Our value should come from within. And really when I'm working with people um, around kind of emotional eating, around binge eating, it's being able to really value ourselves, value our bodies from the core and not for what it looks like. And then by doing that, we make different choices, don't we? So once we learn to appreciate ourselves from within and we do all of that inner work, the choices that we make are going to be different. So when we're thinking about what we're choosing to eat or how we're choosing to move our bodies, if you can choose between something that is going to be actually beneficial and it's going to be give us health benefits to our body, and we can then choose between them. And the thing about body neutrality is that we don't need to have that acceptance of others and it's learning to have that acceptance of ourselves and with doing the inner work, learning to value ourselves, we learn to accept ourselves as well, accept our failures, accept anything because we're only human, aren't we? You know, we're all human and we're all living on a planet, a tiny little planet, which is a speck in the universe spinning around in the middle of empty space. and be grateful for the fact that we have this life. So learn to make your own decisions and stand by them without just doing what someone else tells you to or expects you to do. Learn to make your own decisions about how you eat. Learn to make your own decisions about how you move your body. Not just what someone else tells you to do or what someone else expects you to do. This has got to be what you want to do and you've got to make that decision for yourself and learn that you are and know that you are worth it. You're so valued. You are needed. You're needed on this earth. So with body positivity, is it just because someone is to, else is telling us to be positive about our bodies? Uh, I don't know. Are we just being told that we need to be more positive towards our bodies or should we just learn to accept them and value them? And it is easier, isn't it, to feel positive about ourselves when we are feeling healthy, kind of physically and mentally. It's easier to feel positive about ourselves, isn't it? But it's like this kind of this cycle, isn't it? We learn to accept ourselves. We learn to be more positive we then become more healthy or we become more healthy physically because we have more motivation to do that because we're valuing ourselves more. So we know that moving our bodies is best for our bodies. We're not just punishing our bodies by moving it. We're actually appreciating our bodies. So our bodies want to move. Our bodies don't want to sit still. It's no good for our bodies if we sit still and we don't do anything. Our muscles need to be worked. So we appreciate our body and we give it what it needs, okay? And then our bodies will pay us back with good health physically and mentally. And please always remember that your identity is better determined by your emotional and mental health than ever your physical appearance is. And try not to think about fixing when you think about your appearance because we don't need to th fix anything. When people tell you, that they love you, it's because they really do love you. And sometimes it can feel a bit cringy, can't it? But always kind of take the pressure off because you don't need to love everything about yourself, especially when you're kind of not feeling it. You don't need to love everything about yourself, but you need to realize that other people, if they tell you they do, 
than they do and just learning to love ourselves a little bit more and appreciate and accept ourselves that little bit more we don't have to love everything about ourselves and on some levels that's why the body positivity kind of mm, yeah gives me a bit of a yeah I do believe in in a lot of it but that kind of aspect of it is a little bit more cloudy I suppose I suppose I maybe relating to kind of toxic positivity in a way that sometimes being overly positive about something can be detrimental because then we kind of feel pressured to be positive all of the time when actually we don't need to be positive all of the time and no one can be positive all of the time um it's learning just that acceptance and that acceptance that we do feel different at different times and that's okay isn't it and learn to care for our bodies even if we don't regard it as as but positive so learn to you know really respect our bodies for what they do for us and not have our focus always upon that appearance and i mean yes appearance in a way we can you know take care of ourselves and be happy to look a certain way but as i say our value isn't based on our appearance alone and always remember that beauty and good looks is very subjective isn't that obvious that it's so subjective (laughs) what one person finds attractive then someone else doesn't but also I believe that it's to do with a lot of our conditioning as well and the media what we're shown what we're shown to believe is kind of pretty or acceptable in terms of looks so if you kind of think about it why should one person be more better looking than another you know it's just because we are conditioned to think that so you might look at a picture of someone and think oh they're absolutely stunning but where does that come from where does that opinion come from and even if you look through different cultures different countries are kind of conditioned to think that pretty beautiful beauty is defined in different ways so yeah it's not a true fact and I would believe that true beauty as I say comes from within and who you are as a person I would take that 100% over the way that you look the way that you dress the way that you kind of your hair is or anything like that I'm totally not bothered about that if you're a good person I would take that a hundred percent if you're a good person if you're kind if you value yourself if you love yourself if you treat your body right then I would take that over any way that you look a hundred percent and it's really interesting when we start to go into kind of the psychology of it and the psychology of that acceptance and judgment of ourselves as well and where that comes so that kind of went off on a tangent a little bit but the reason why I chose to do what I do which is health coaching through nutrition through mindset through changing our habits is because I've realized that it's so needed because a lot of the people that were out there that were maybe trying to sort of manage their weight or even just struggling with their eating and their habits they were just kind of going on more diets, spending more money on diets, spending money on medication, doing things that just weren't working for them. And that is because 
they were taking someone else's advice or they were taking a diet that was written by someone else and that is not going to be useful for you in the long term. Maybe one out of a hundred people it might work for. So if you see someone you say, oh, they've done really well on that diet. Yeah, maybe they did. Are they managing to maintain it? I would ask. Maybe for a couple of years and then maybe they kind of don't or are they happy doing what they're doing are they truly happy doing following a diet that's been written by someone else or would they rather be able to take control of their health themselves accept themselves for who they truly are and not struggle with an unhealthy relationship with food or with what dieting can do to us it can give us disordered eating so it can make us think differently about food so it can make us think that food is the enemy and food is not the enemy food is not bad Food is amazing. Food food gives us life. Food gives us nutrition. Food fights disease. Food keeps us healthy. Food allows us to get up and walk. Food allows us to hug our children. It gives us the energy to do that. Food is not bad. And when we are kind of overcome by diet culture, we start to see food as being bad and then we kind of get ourselves in this kind of stress state when we are around food and that's no good for us either. When we have a high level of stress, our bodies can't function properly and our bodies can't metabolize the food that we're eating if we're always eating in that high anxiety state that state of fight or flight because we're worried about eating and diet has done that dieting culture has done that to us so stepping out of dieting culture and stepping into that body neutrality and really appreciating our bodies for what they do learning to appreciate ourselves learning to give ourselves that little bit more love learning to give ourselves that little bit more compassion is the key to this long-term health and we want to be happy too so discovering who we are discovering what our values are discovering why we want to be on this earth and what we want to do whilst we're here as well is where I love to go with not only myself but with the people that I work with too so yeah So in January, I am going to be launching my one-on-one coaching program, Transform and Heal. So this is for anyone who feels as though they are struggling with getting off that diet train, that diet mindset train, and anyone who feels that they have an unhealthy relationship with food, in that they're not managing to really get to the goals that they want to because of their mindset. We're going to be looking at transforming how we think about food, how we think about ourselves, how we think about moving our bodies and also healing whatever we have to heal inside. So healing that relationship with food, healing that relationship that we have with ourselves and our bodies and learning that healthy doesn't have to be hard. Healthy can be easy and being healthy for the rest of our lives can be easy too. So it's it's 
a program for anyone who feels drawn to any of that kind of stuff. So I will add my Instagram information in the bottom of the show notes today. You can reach out to me if you are interested in that. As I say, that will be launching in January as a way of saying no more New Year diets, no more New Year resolutions. We are going to be looking at this from the core and something that is truly going to be sustainable for you to change your life and change how you live and how you think about yourself. So yeah, please do reach out to me if that's something that you're interested in and I would love, love, love to connect with you. So yeah, please do either follow my Instagram or just reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. So yeah, thanks everyone. You've reached the end of today's episode of the Wellbeing Nutritionist podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you have enjoyed the content today, please follow my socials at the Wellbeing Nutritionist. And if you feel drawn to, please do leave me a review as it helps to find more listeners. So I look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye.